got a few tips to keep everyone's finances in a little bit better shape as you move to and through retirement. Uh, you don't want to miss number four, especially. Exchange. We want to get to a place to where we can live the lifestyle that we've grown accustomed to throughout the rest of our life, whether we're working or not. That's financial security. Enjoy the retirement you've always dreamed of. There are just so many questions that people have. That's very normal. And that's why we love to be that kind of resource. Real advice for real people. How do we keep more dollars in our pockets and less of it in the Uncle Sam's pocket? Welcome into the Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. And welcome into the Alon Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Alon Planning Partners. I'm Chrissy Peardis, your consumer advocate. And as always, I am joined in studio by the dynamic duo, Brittany and Jay Hagee. They are the owners of Alon Planning Partners. They also lead the financial planning team and they are the owners, founders of Alon Planning Partners. They lead the financial planning team at Alon. Alon Planning Partners specializes in all things financial planning. They are a team in every sense of the word, applying their partnership to encompass virtually every area of their business and their life, even down to the name of the program, the Alon Exchange. You can go to AllonExchange.com, A-L-L-O-N, Exchange.com, or Alon planning a-l-l-o-n planning.com and learn a little bit more about this one-stop turnkey location for all things financial planning from legacy and income planning to social security maximization tax efficient investment strategies retirement planning they do it all at allon planning partners and they can assist you in applying their philosophy of investing in yourself to your future financial plans the Allen Planning Team can be reached by calling 800-971-4549. Brittany, Jay, how are you guys doing today? We're doing great, Chrissy. How are you? I'm happy to be here, as always. Great. And Yes, us too. It, there's a, it seems that each week there's so much more ground to cover. Unretirement, right? Yeah, it's Where wild. The, the job force is increasing. People are returning to the workforce. Or they're staying longer. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. It's the unresignation. Hey, That's just kidding. It. I'm not retiring this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, with the inflation and, you know, this looming or in recession, however you want to look at it at this point um, that we're in right now, we, we've got new data suggesting that close to 25% of folks are taking a pause when it comes to their planned retirement date or retirement altogether yeah, right completely. now. Um, so it, it is statistically number. trending that way. That, that has to be very disappointing for folks or scary, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, and not only is it scary, it's disappointing, right? Um, you know, and, and we lived through 08 and the 01.com uh, bubble and the, and the crash. And anytime that there's things happening that's causing folks to have to reevaluate or push back their retirement date or, or possibly even get another part-time job after they retired or something, it's very disappointing. And, and a lot of times we found that that's what folks 
folks who haven't really thought a lot about their plan or haven't met with someone like us and put a plan together before. Um, and we're having to create a plan for them at this point, and which is super helpful as we're walking through these uncertain times to sit down with us and, and connect on how do I get to my retirement goals and do I need to hold off on retiring or do I need to go back and get a part-time job or what's that look like? And sometimes there's just fears there that aren't really true. And we'll talk about that in just a bit. Um, but really it's, it's about where we're at in these times economically is uncertain. It just is. There's a lot of uncertainties, but having a plan and putting together a plan that works for you and your retirement individually is going to give you a great peace of mind. And so we're going to talk about a little bit about that today, about what's happening in our economy and what we can do to maybe avoid some of those pitfalls that folks are find themselves jumping into emotionally, physically uh, with their finances. And it seems after working so hard for your money and putting it away and saving mm -hmm. it for this end game, which is clear, your retirement, to have a wrench thrown into things and to have a lot of sure. control taken out of the situation, it has to be difficult. Are you saying the plan is sort of the antidote? It's the anchor. The anchor. Yeah, okay, it's, that's it's better. It's the anchor in the storm, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it makes uh, certain that, you know, ultimately I know uh, it, it creates the hope that you need to push forward uh, and to walk forward uh, into this uncertain time. So, you know, we, we have a boat. We love to, to go out on the boat. And so whenever there's a storm coming or, you know, we try to push our way off the water a lot of times. But if you get caught in a storm, you want an anchor. Yeah, you, you want, want to be you want, you want to be anchored down somewhere, right? If you're in the middle of the water, you better have a good anchor, right? You better have something that's secure. It's the same with these the financial plans that we put together for folks. It, it works as an anchor in the choppy waters that we find ourselves in right now. And there's so much conversation right now circulating around recession. Obviously, the, you know, are we in a recession? Are we entering a recession? Uh, you know, we'll, what, what does that really look like? And obviously there's some mixed opinions on that, but you know, there have been two consecutive uh, periods of GDP decline. And so that technically defines that we are in a recession, but there is a bit of good news in the scenario we're in. It's not all bad. If we are in a recession, the jobs market hasn't seemed to be really impacted. The employment picture hasn't really seen the downturn. The job market has actually increased quite quite drastically. And that's one piece of data that they're looking at, right? Uh, to say, hey, well, maybe we're not totally in a recession because the job market's strong. But when you look at CPI data, and I, th I think we do have a clip that I, that I would want to play mm -hmm. from Kevin Hassett uh, about this uh, CPI data and what's actually happening right yeah. now yeah. Uh, in real time. Because a lot right. of times we look at data, but if you've been to Target, Walmart, Publix, anywhere, <laughs> right. or you bought groceries lately, you know that that you're spending more money. Yeah. Your, your money's hemorrhaging right now because of this uh, inflation word that we're dealing with. So why don't we play this clip uh, from Kevin and take a listen to it. If you look at inflation just over the last six months, uh, and then top line inflation of the CPI is 11%, not 9%. And, and so what happens is by going back 12 months and averaging it in with today, and that's why everybody keeps getting the numbers completely wrong, because if they talk about a 12-month average, that it's better for them because inflation is lower. But inflation is startlingly high right now. Think about it. The, the things that you actually discretionarily purchase that aren't durable, like you don't buy a car every day, right? You don't 
buy a house every day. The things that you buy every day are right now rising at a rate of 32%. And that's the headline. That's why Americans are so upset. And that's why the Fed has probably got to lift rates by a whole uh, percentage point at the next meeting. And then they've got to continue at rates about that high if they want to get ahead of the curve. So if you just heard what Kevin just said, you would be a little bit more shocked, right? Like 32% is the real inflation rate right now on some of these everyday purchases. Yeah. So like we are looking over at it over a 12 month period and it's kind of, oh, it's 9%. Well, not really. Uh, right now, if you go to the grocery store, you're mm -hmm. paying way more than Oh, that. you feel it. If you, uh, yeah, you feel that. Everyday increase. purchases are getting mm -hmm. hammered. So uh, we, we have to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to fight this inflation because it will get out of control really quick. And, and the Fed, you know, needs to continue to raise these interest rates to, to try to bring this under control. But it, well, I was just going to say a lot of people can feel like the average everyday consumer can feel kind of powerless. Well, what, what can I do about this? You say the Fed needs to do that. And this group of people needs that. The, these sure. lawmakers do that. But there are things that we can do to counteract. And that's part of where the whole planning piece comes in. There's some strategies we can utilize to, uh, you know, inflation protect or at least count, you know, against it to try mm -hmm. and counteract some of that. You can't totally avoid that. Obviously, none of us can uh, living here where we live. But there are things we can do to minimize the impact that it could have on not just your retirement, but also your month to month expenditures and things like that. I mean, there's so many, so many factors that go into this conversation. conversation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's it's so much broader. So whether, you know, someone says we're in a recession or we're not, the truth of the matter is there are some difficult situations that we're encountering right now mm -hmm. within the economy and within our, our, our market like this. Um, so let's, let's jump to uh, another clip we've got from Carlos Gutierrez. He's the former CEO of Kellogg. And we're going to talk a bit about um, some of those difficulties that we as consumers do face. Got to be able to be willing to change and to be able to gauge when things are changing and, and move as soon as you see that. Not just inflation, it's the supply chain, it's the great resignation, it's Ukraine. It, you know, all of these things, uh, COVID continues to be around. All of these things have added on to the burden of inflation. So it's a tough time. It's a tough thing to, 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 to manage through and you have to pick your choices. But I think you have to be fast. You have to be very fast when you decide which way you're going. So based off what Carlos just said, I mean, there is a point where we acknowledge, hey, this is what's occurring. This is what's happening within our economy. So what do we do about that? How do we move forward? And a lot of people we sit down with ask that and they're like, man, I don't even know how, you know, I know I need to make some kind of a change or I know I need to adjust my plan or, you know, put, put a plan together, period. But I don't know where to begin. I don't know mm -hmm. where to start. Even when people come into our offices, some may be hesitant because they're like, I don't even know what questions to ask. Um, but that's where we come in. You know, we see a lot of folks struggling with how to take that first step because of the uncertainty in front of them. And that's what we can help guide you through those, uh, you know, decision making that decision making process. Right. Here's some things you may not have thought about. Let's look at how, uh, you know, inflation rates are impacting your current budget and your expenditures each monthly. Let's look at how the uh, current inflation rate is in, in impacting your uh, overall investment strategy as you plan towards your retirement years and kind of bring some of those things to light. You know, that's part of what we talk about with the Allen Exchange. We want to take, you know, what 
what we want to exchange what you have received in maybe confusion or chaos. And let's just bring it to light and, and talk about it, bring some truth and some, uh, some peace surrounding those conversations. And that, that's kind of what we, what we can offer through that. And, and the way that we plan, the financial plans that we put together are active. Um, now, yeah, a fluid. lot of people uh, used to have come in and they think they have a plan, but it's actually passive. They have just say, hey, I put this bucket of money aside and I put it in these mutual funds, right? Or I got a guy who uh, puts it in uh, so-and-so stocks for me or bonds for me or what, whatever it may be. But the reality of it is that's not an active plan. That's a passive plan. An active plan is agile and fluid. Um, you can make changes, right? Like you can, you can see that the storm's coming mm -hmm. and you can say, I need an umbrella today, right? You can um, see that it's sun shining and you can go out and run in peace, right? So you need to make sure that you uh, have a financial plan that's not just passive, not just I stick an X amount of dollars into this fund every month or whatnot, but you have an active plan that's going to fight this inflation and recessionary um, conflict that's happening right now. We can help you with that. We can help you plan in a way that's not just stuck, right? Well, and bottom line is, I mean, similar to, you know, don't ask me to drive from here where we live in Tennessee to California without a GPS <laughs> because we'd likely end up somewhere, God knows where. I don't, I don't know where we'd, we'd end up. At least a compass, right? You yeah, you, sure. you, need, you need a GPS, you know, and the GPS, your financial plan can be that to kind of help guide you through you know, getting from point A to point B or from where you currently are to where you want to be. You've got to have some direction there and a, a plan provides that. So to kind of wrap up this conversation here in this first segment, uh, we, we want to play in one final clip. This is from CNBC senior personal finance correspondent Sharon Epperson talking about the importance of an emergency fund. Let's take a quick listen here. You also want to increase your stash of cash because mm -hmm. having that emergency fund, you may want to have a year or more if we're looking at an uncertain economic time, the possibility of a recession. See if you can put some of that money in cash. And then you also want to make sure you do have a financial plan and you're test driving it. If you're not retired yet, what's this vacation going to look like? Make it look like what retirement might look mm -hmm. like. What would you do? Where would you go? Where would you live? Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what we're talking about here. You know, we talk so much about the emergency fund and the, the importance of that, which is where she really started. And then, of course, the planning piece, preparing for the worst, hoping for the best, but being prepared there. You know, a big question is our fears here around financial issues in the economy right now. Are they exaggerated? Are they over exaggerated? And to some extent, yes, they can be, but these are valid concerns right. that we have. Retirees have these valid concerns. Investors across the board, no matter the age, have these concerns of how all this impacts their, their planning and investment strategies. Mm -hmm. These are these are concerns, but again, proper planning relieves that fear. Yeah, out of, co out of control inflation is definitely a valid concern, right? Recession, valid concern. I, should I continue to work or, or not? A, a valid question to ask. So it's not that the fears are invalid, it's that they can be over-exaggerated. And what causes that? Uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty and not having the truth really causes you to fear. It causes you to stay awake at night. Oh, I don't know, because you do not know. If we can bring certainty w within this uncertain situation, 
by bringing truth, peace, and planning, mm-hmm. then you can have what you need to take the next step of what should I do in this situation, right? Which, uh, and you have the peace to, to walk it out. Yeah, which which really, I mean, obviously there are some things that we can control. There's some things we can't. But if we keep trying to control what we cannot control, we're going to be controlled by that lack of control. And then we're just going to live in this whirlwind oh, tornado of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where so many people find themselves right now. But there's not a need to stay there. If you're there, you don't have to stay there. There's some solutions. There's some answers. There's some creative uh, roadways to help you adjust where you are to bring some peace of mind and some cohesiveness to the instability that you're really feeling because of this economic activity. So we'd love to open up the phone lines right now and just uh, offer a complimentary consultation to anyone who would like to uh, give us a call today. Again, we've got 10 open spots for this week. And what we do is we take a holistic approach here. We take a look at your entire financial picture. So if you come in and you you do schedule an appointment and sit down with us, here's you're going to get a, a few things. You're going to get, first of all, we want to listen. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear your goals. We want to hear your concerns. We want to hear what are you most worried about? What, what What is keeping you up at night with regard to your financial situation? What are your main concerns? Um, what's your income look like? Are you currently saving or putting away for retirement? Or how are you currently invested and taking a a deep dive into how you are currently invested, what those investments look like, the fees you're paying. I mean, there's so many components of of this first conversation that we want to to offer. And again, it's all centered around providing solutions for your problems. We want to provide some creative solutions for the struggles and the the you know, inconsistencies or the the instability that you feel because of the economy we find ourselves in. The team is standing by to field your call. They'll take a little information from you, get you set up with an appointment. And that is the first step. And I can't really think of a better time when it comes to what's going on in the economy to sit down with a financial planning team like Brittany and Jay. There's no time like the present, right? Never too late. Yep, it's never too late. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I am Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate, and I am joined by the founders of Allon Planning, Brittany and Jay Hagee. The, it's us. Uh, yeah, I, I could have probably found a more graceful way <laughs> to move through that intro, but you're going to talk about moving through retirement and some graceful ways to do that. Probably, you know. We have some tips. First. Right. So, okay, well, what's the first one? Well, just like you have to keep your car kind of like an, a tune-up, you know, occasionally get your oil changed and oh. check all the levels and fluid, level, all those types of things. You got to do the same thing with your finances. You got to take an occasional look and reassess. And as we talked about near the end of the last segment, being flexible and fluid and making adjustments to your financial plan and investments as needed as you move through different stages of life for different, uh, you know, experiences or uh you know, life altering situations. So here's, here's a couple we've got, we really want to get through 10 if we can today. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a shot. So the first one is really to understand your lifestyle expenses. So tracking your spending for a few years prior to retirement. Now, we hope that you're already doing this. We hope that you're already, you know, living from a budget, not living beyond your means, and you know what your expenses are month to month. But if you don't, 
that's certainly something we'd recommend taking a look at. Setting up a, a true budget, how much are you spending for these different things each mm-hmm. month so that you know where you stand. And that that's kind of the very beginning of putting together this plan. You got to have that before you can do much else. Understanding your budget. And right along with it, number two is really be aware of the financial costs that will change once yeah. you hit retirement. Yep. So when you have a budget kind of working now, if you're close to retirement, once you're in retirement, or if you're not close you're to retirement, yeah, but you're going to have some expenses change when you go into retirement sure. is, is the point here because in Ho- retirement, hopefully your house is paid off. Or oh yeah. Hopefully so. expenses mm-hmm. when you hit 65 and you got Medicare now, hopefully that's uh, helping take care of all those health insurance right. premiums that you've been paying mm-hmm. overpaying, I would imagine. Um, and vehicle expenses, you know, you're no longer taking a daily commute to the office yeah. uh, uh-huh. unless you've been working virtually anyways, you are going to have less gas expense. Um, so there's going to be less expense and sometimes there are things, or sometimes it's more expensive. That can increase. Yeah, a travel budget. You know, you you may say, I want to take a trip each month, and you you have X amount of dollars towards that or, or whatever. So one and two go together. Know your expenses, mm-hmm. and then know how they will change when you're retired. Oh. Taxes is another one. Number three, understanding how taxes really impact your, your money, and it, depending on the stage of life you're in. Because, you know, retirees can often scale down their work lives from like maybe full-time to part-time or some obviously at retirement may not work at all. So those changes and those shifts can really create some good planning opportunities. For example, you may be bumped into a lower tax bracket so that Mm -hmm. your overall tax bill is lower. Uh, And again, that really helps to know that in planning for for, for that phase for retirement. So And taxes, uh, there's that quote that the only guaranteed thing in life is... Oh. Taxes or some or something. Taxes and change. Yeah. 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 That, so that things are always going to be changing and you will be paying taxes. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that seems to be good. I mean, that's stuck in my head. I will pay my taxes if I'm told to do so. But I mean, by well, and, and advised we're, to do so. Right. Well, we, I don't know. Yeah. And, and that's that's the, I mean, we get to live in the United States of America. We, we we have an incredible country, an incredible nation, and we do pay taxes. We will pay taxes, but we do not want to overpay in taxes. And mm-hmm. so we come across, uh, you know, people and families who so often are overpaying in taxes and they don't even realize it. Oh. So, uh, we have there's so there's there's ways to to check mm-hmm. through that and to ensure that you're not overpaying. Um, but again, also being aware of of what taxes will look like in retirement. And of course, we can't pinpoint that and say exactly what it's going to look like because rates are probably going to change over the next 5, 10, 20, 50 years. Obviously, they're going to, as we believe, they're going to continue to increase. But you can plan. You can, you can plan mm-hmm. and, and, and work towards, uh, towards that. And uh, so we're at number four. So is. this is why I've put an exclamation ding. mark beside yes. number four, because most folks don't think about this yeah. or they haven't thought about this yet. But you need to create your retirement paycheck. OK, here's what I mean by that. Like when you retire, obviously, you're not receiving a payday anymore uh, every two weeks or every month or however you may get paid uh, from the company that you've worked with. But you need to create your own retirement paycheck. Now, many retirees have multiple, I mean, with multiple investment accounts like IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, uh, non-qualified accounts, Mm -hmm. SEP IRAs. 
joint accounts, yeah. individuals, all kind of account, accounts that they've saved different buckets of savings in. And so a lot of times, here's where we help big time. We create income and tax efficient plans for people that need to create their paycheck in retirement. Because the number one fear we see in, in retirees is running out of money. Yeah making sure we don't run out of money. And then the way that you do that, the way that you get peace there is creating an income plan. So how do you take money from each account at the right time and provide your needed monthly income uh, without over affecting your taxes? So really what that is, is income planning. It's what we're talking about. So something else to think about too, is that the, how you take money from each account, different, different types of retirement mm -hmm. accounts, it's going to impact your taxes differently. Mm -hmm. It can impact your taxes differently. You have to have a plan. Yeah. So there's got to be a strategy to put in place to be able to take funds for this income we're talking about, creating this income stream. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're taking those dollars from the right account at the right times to minimize your tax bill. It's not just, you know, grabbing, oh, I've got this X amount of dollars saved up and, you know, seven accounts across the board and just grab what I need when I need it. If you take the time to work with someone like us who can sit down and put together a strategy, it will save you in taxes and it will make a, a big impact on your overall retirement plan. Since you're paying less to Uncle Sam, you have more that is consistently invested and continuing to grow. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a big one. Number four is a really, really it's a big, real big one. one. And it's one that every retiree will want to have uh, planning for really before you're retired. But mm -hmm. even if you're in retirement right now and you've just been trying to take distributions where you can or RMDs where you should, like you should get with us and then sit down and, and create an actual income plan. We could, we've saved people thousands of yeah. dollars in tax Makes fees alone and taxes and fees for planning the right way. So create that retirement paycheck and let us help you with that. So if you have not created your retirement plan or if you would like to do it alongside Brittany and Jay Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners, make sure you call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, as there are 10 openings each week for listeners of the program and at no cost and no obligation to you whatsoever. So call, take one of those slots or you could go online, Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. Go to contact and then continue the conversation and schedule online. All right, ready for number five. Number five, let's keep rolling here. Number five, decide when to start your Social Security. We talk about Social Security maximization so much because that's one of the kind of the core legs of a retirement plan because that's a guaranteed income stream that just about everybody has. So it, you'll become eligible to start those benefits at 62 but you have an option to delay. If you continue or if you choose to delay receiving those benefits, the benefit you do receive will increase every year you wait. So obviously there's pros and cons to, to each of those and it depends on your specific situation and your income, what all of this full scenario looks like. But again, there's strategies in, in determining when to start taking that social security. Um, let's keep rolling. Number six, consider your spouse's retirement income after your death. I teach a workshop specifically for women, um, and this is where this point comes up. A lot of married couples have not considered how their income might would change or their financial situation might would change if one or the other spouses pass away. Now, I know that conversation is not something a lot of people like to talk about, but 
if you are married, you love your spouse, you Mm -hmm. care for that spouse and you want to ensure that they are taken care of when you, if that were to happen. And so we just encourage married couples to have those conversations. A good example of this is if maybe, maybe you have a pension, one spouse has a pension and there's usually, usually a couple options with pensions. Sometimes uh, when the, the individual holding the pension, when they pass away, the income can either stop altogether um, or maybe half of it goes to the surviving spouse or maybe all of it can go to the surviving spouse. It depends on the specific guidelines of that, that pension plan. Uh, but it's important for you to know that if you are living off of a pension, you and your spouse, and you were to pass away and your pension goes away, you think that would impact, uh, you know, your spouse's daily life, yeah. especially in such so, a hard time as it is with so with oh, everything for sure. emotionally, it's got to be terrible right. to have to hunt down all the, the information that would go with just living day to day through that. Right. Right. Yeah. What you don't want to have to do when you're walking through some kind of a tragedy like that is deal with, you know, financial struggles. If you have everything in place, you know what occurs if those scenarios happen, you're just more prepared. Um, and, and if there are income gaps there, if, if one were to pass away like that, then you, you can have a plan in place to provide that, that supplemental income for that spouse who is, who is surviving. Maybe mm-hmm. you take social security sooner, or maybe you begin drawing down on the retirement accounts you've saved. There's a lot of strategies mm-hmm. for it, but it's just one of those things a lot of people haven't considered. So it, it's definitely something to consider. Jay, you want to jump into number Yeah, I'm going to jump into number seven because it's talking about how your investments support your income needs. So whether you have stocks or bonds, or, or real estate portfolios or whatever it is, commodities, gold, silver, whatever it may be, you, you know these markets, each one of these assets, they go up and they go down. So what needs to be taken into consideration is when and where to pull from each asset to continue your lifestyle needs. So there's going to be times where the market uh, in stocks have declined. We've, we've been experiencing that. Do we have another bucket, whether it's cash or commodities or whatnot, that has increased that we're taking some of those assets mm-hmm. and causing and right. helping with your income plan that way so that you're not um, increasing the drip from your, your singular account? So, so you want to make sure and understand how every investment that you have supports your income needs. So what you want to do is make sure that you are not taking from the one bucket that may have lost the most, yeah, say stocks right. or whatnot, but that you understand how each of those investments support your needs. Um, and that really runs into uh, the next one is is talking about budgeting for un- uh, unexpected expenses because cash is one major asset class. You need to make sure you have a large emergency fund. Mm-hmm. We've been telling folks that are retired right now have one year's worth of expenses in cash. Yeah. One year. year. So one year. So that way, if the markets decide they want to go haywire, uh, we're not having to pull from the market accounts at the same time they're going down and increasing the yeah. likelihood that they continue to go down uh, because you don't have give yourself the opportunity for them to grow back. And we can have cash emergency fund on the sideline to utilize in down markets. And that may sound like a, a like a lofty goal for some people. That may be a little overwhelming to think, man, a whole year it, the, of expenses. It, yeah, yes. it's okay though. Build up to that. 
It's not going to happen overnight. Right. It's not immediate, but begin somewhere, begin putting some away each month and build that, you know, work. Mm-hmm. Okay. My immediate goal is I need one month's expenses. My next goal, I need three months expenses, save six months, 12 months. And then before you know it, you do have that larger lump sum emergency. Well, and that one year is for folks who are actually in retirement right now. Um, so that's what we're recommending folks that are still working and getting a paycheck three to six months is what we're, we're saying. You should put aside six in the months, cash, yeah. uh, cash right. of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's different depending on every circumstance and situation. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to make sure we have a healthy emergency fund right now. And I know our time's limited here. I want to wrap these up and make sure we get you all this info, the nine and 10, I'll just hit them really quickly. Number nine, ensure that you are planning for required minimum distributions. Uh, recently the required minimum distribution age was increased to 72. So it's 72 years old, you are required to take distributions from your qualified accounts, which are your IRAs and 401ks, those types of accounts. Um, And then number 10, be aware of how your expenses may change over time, man, scenarios change, your job will change. Yeah, inflation hits the the economy tanks, all of these things. some things you can't you can't plan exactly when they're going to happen and how they're going to happen you just need to have some what if scenarios planned what if inflation stays five percent average a year what if the market continues on downtrend for the next three years how am i positioned to make sure that i can withstand and handle all of these changes at one time in retirement yeah it's back to what you're saying earlier jay about your your plan can't be static it can't be yeah it can't be be super stationary it's got to be fluid it's got to be evolving and constantly changing based off of all of these different factors that we find ourselves in so if you're listening today and any of these 10 items that we've listed kind of resonated with you if if it's set maybe it's um i don't have a great emergency fund right now how do i get that i don't have an income plan how do i create a retirement paycheck that you talked about um, any of these that, that, that we may have walked through that you may have sparked your interest or, oh, I need that. That's what we're here for. We're here to help you uh, reach your financial goals by creating good financial plans. So why don't you go ahead and call in today and, and allow us to set with you. We would love to meet with you and your family and walk you through more than these 10. But let's start mm-hmm. at these 10 uh, tips and goals of like, okay, if I'm near or in retirement, here's what I need to be planning for. Here's some things that I may have not thought of. And let us help you uh, navigate that conversation. Pick up the phone, call 800-971-4549, 1-800-971-4549. Set up that appointment to sit down with Brittany and Jay Hagee and the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. If you prefer to schedule your appointment online, you can go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com, click contact start the conversation Brittany what time of the show is Jay's favorite each week if you had to guess so coming up it is time once again to answer your questions that and much more when we come right back welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and Brittany and Jay really look forward to this segment each week. They love answering questions that you have submitted, just listening to the program. For those of you that are listening live or if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much for reaching out. We've got plenty of questions for you today. We're going to start with 
Martin, who's a podcast listener from Charlotte, North Carolina. Martin asked. He's been working with the same stock since 1991. Said he feels very protective and he's watched them rise and fall. Some people have sports teams. I have my stocks. Now, a few of them have been having a really rough go of it. But every time I think about selling my shares, I cringe. They're like family. Is it okay to let it go as a loss mm-hmm. to not have to feel like that? Thanks, Martin. I, you know, Martin, uh, I meet with a lot of folks who actually feel or have felt just like you do because we're all creatures of habit, right? Like you've become accustomed to it, especially if you've uh, been the one managing your portfolio you can become very protective of I've made these decisions and they've made me money and they've done well. And now you're watching them maybe not do so well. And you're like, well, they're like you said, they're my favorite sports team. (laughs) I'm cheering them on. I'm cheering these companies on. Uh, And the thing that I try to walk people through is it's okay uh, to do that, but you have to have a holistic outlook when it comes to uh, holding certain stocks, because you just don't want to over, hold in your portfolio those certain stocks just because you're a fan of them i think it's great to hold a few stocks that you believe in the company and i mean shoot look at warren buffett like that's what he does he believes in the company's fundamentals he's a buy and hold he holds forever and and either rides the ups and the downs most of the time right um so it's okay but that can't be your overarching portfolio it can't be everything in these five stocks that i believe in yeah so like you have what, to have diversification what por- yeah so like what portion of your investments are held in that one stock that's what i would question. ask yeah. yeah and so if i were sitting down with you i would see how large of your portfolio those stocks were of your retirement mm-hmm. funds and then i would try to bring some diversification to it that makes sure that you got to at least hold portions of those stocks you still love because there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, But it's really about diversification and making sure that it's not, uh, Hey, I just uh, love these four or five stocks and everything I got's going in there. Um, That's not a great strategy. So, so I understand the emotion behind it because money and our investments, everything is is emotional, right? We understand that. But I also want to look at the logic and the black and white behind it and say, okay, how do we take, the emotion out of it for a second and look at the logic and then we can add some emotion back in if you want to hold a piece of those. Well, and it's kind of like the individual who stays with the same financial advisor for, you know, decades on end just out of loyalty, even if the investment comfort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or comfort because that's what they've known. We know. Even if those investments aren't what's best for them, or Correct. maybe, maybe what's, what's, maybe they're not profiting them, or maybe it's just consistent loss on top of loss over mm-hmm. years and years. But there is, there is a comfort level with, with sticking with what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times that can be financially detrimental to the, to the consumer, to the investor, to you. Um, we sat down with a client, I don't know, might've been six months ago, or a prospect, or what we did not take them on as a client. This was a family who had a current advisor who over the last two and a half years, three years, had lost them significantly mm-hmm. in their main <laughs> investment account. Um, it was an IRA, main investment account for retirement, and lost significant amounts of money over the last three years. Think about that. The market, what has it done over the last you know, three, four years, really, it's just gone up, 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 there's been a big dip, then it went right back up. And now we're in this, you know, kind of a decline again, but six months ago, we hadn't faced that part of this yet. So they had lost significant amount of money. And we had, 
you know, multiple conversations with these families or this family in particular, trying just to help them see, man, there may be a better way, or have you considered this, or maybe ask these questions of your advisor, you know, maybe, maybe you should look at it from this perspective or, and they determined just to stay put out of loyalty to that uh, individual. And they have continued to lose, lose, <laughs> lose. And that's, man, that's I mean, kind of hard but it's to okay. stomach. It's not our job to like make people do anything. Well, it's no, just to absolutely. educate not. and show options and say, listen, yeah. this may not be the right way, but it, you know, you have to work through those emotions to, to, to make the right decisions. But as loyal, as sports fan, as I am, I know that Matt rule for Martin being a Charlotte fella, mm -hmm. that the head coach of That's the right. Panthers is not Panthers. going to really care if he just took his allegiance elsewhere because he didn't like the product on the field. Right. I mean, so right. do what's, best for yourself sometimes you have to be realistic yeah and that's how we are when we sit down with these families jay's exactly right it is it's not our job to convince or to persuade or to to force someone to do anything that's never our intention we want to educate, give some options, and then, you know, we're not the ones who deal with the consequences if they choose to, to stick with a, a, a situation that's detrimental to them. You know, they are, and, and that's just their own decision there. So we're, we want to always recommend what's, what's best suited for the individual and the family. Mm -hmm. And um, again, that's, that's who we are. No pressure. Just, no. hey, here's some options. Here's a, a different perspective or maybe a different way to think about it. And, uh, you know, you make your decision. And I will say, you know, that's very few and far between the story that Brittany was telling. Uh, it's, that's probably the only one we've yeah, had like that in the last, what, five, six years? most people can see logically. Most people can see, For hey, sure. you know, I do, I have had loyalty to these stocks or I have had loyalty to this advisor, but if it's not going the, the, to the plan that I need to hit my retirement goals, yeah, the Matt Rule thing you said, Chrissy, like, it, you know, it's not getting it done on the field. We got to make a change. Yeah. And, and most people do. And Martin, thanks so much for that question. Next is Harvey <laughs> in Marietta asked the recent merger of two companies and forced sale of stock has given me an additional $43,000 in income for 2022. I'm currently 66 years old and have collected social, social security since 62. This is a huge income increase from circumstances beyond my control. The original stock was purchased in 1998. I don't even know how to begin to calculate a cost basis. Is there anything I can do to mitigate the impact on taxes for 2022? Well, the answer there is maybe. <laughs> um, and I, I know it's hard for me to give you a hard line answer on that, but it sounds like uh, there's a lot going on here. First, congratulations that you had an extra $43,000 come in this year. Um, that's a celebration, that's right? But, but we have to have correct tax planning. Um, and that's why we take a holistic approach. Uh, we have a CPA in our office that we help with. If you do not have a CPA already, uh, we look at tax planning and income planning all from this lens. And so are there ways that you could possibly save on the taxes this year? Yes, there are. Um, maybe you have other accounts and I'd have to look at it holistically where we could look at tax loss harvesting uh, and make sure that we can take some losses over here to mitigate the gains over here. So they're, they're on, on a different account. So there are a lot of different areas that I would look at when it comes to uh, tax planning and saving you on taxes, but I would have to do it from a holistic approach, not just, okay, how do I make this one $43,000 income situation change, but it would have to be over your holistic account. I hope that helps. 
But with regard to your question about cost basis, the, the company where that you are investing through should be able to provide you with that. Because when you put the initial investment in, obviously they, they track that and have, an, have exact amounts of what you put in there. So they should be able to provide you with that cost basis so that you're not just trying to figure it out or calculate it on your own. Uh, I would encourage you to, to talk with a custodian that is holding your funds and they can provide you with that information. But those help, are the type of do. things that we help track down for our clients. Those who work with us or those who want to work with us, you don't have to think through that. Uh, situation on your own. Right. We'd be glad to work through that and, and help you find that in the best situation for you as well. All right. So we're going to Colleen in Lenore City. Colleen said, thanks for taking my question. I've been married for 15 years. My husband is about to hit his 62nd birthday and with it, his eligibility for social security. What are the risks of postponing taking social security and my husband waiting until I hit the same milestone in five years? Yeah, that's social security maximization question right there. Um, so let's see, what are the risks? The risks of postponing. So I guess one of the bigger risks is by postponing taking that social security is that you or your spouse could pass away too soon and not realize the benefit of the social security income you had at your disposal. That may be one of the biggest risks. Um uh, not having enough risk, or I'm sorry, not having enough uh, in monthly income from other sources, you know, to be able to to take care of those expenses each month. Uh, you know, those those are kind of some risks that come to mind when I hear your question. There are also, I guess you got to talk about some pros too to be able to to determine maybe what's best uh, moving forward. You know, guaranteed income now uh, to supplement. That's that's what Social Security would provide you. Um, it, you know, if you take it now, you have that. Obviously, another pro to waiting is that your benefit grows as as you wait. Each year you wait, as we talked about earlier in the show, um, your benefit increases. So there's pros and cons for each. And the way to determine when to begin taking that is looking at other uh, income streams as well. Do you have enough income streams or enough income coming from other places that would cover all of your expenses monthly? If the answer to that is yes, then there is benefit in delaying your, you know, taking that social security benefit. The other factor to consider that could kind of be, uh, you know, referred or related to the risk that I talked about in the very beginning, um, you, you know, obviously we don't know how long we're going to live longevity risk. That's, that's a, that's a big question mark for each of us. We don't know, but you can make an educated guess based off of, you know, genetics and your family history, things like that. Do you have any major medical, um, you know, issues that you're facing currently that would cause you to think, Hey, I, I may only have five or 10 years instead of 20 or 30, uh, you know, and those types of things you can just take into consideration when trying to make that decision do I take it now? Do I wait? So those are just a couple factors to consider. Hopefully that just kind of gets your wheels turning and gives you some, some ideas about, uh, well, you know, when to file and how to file Colleen. And if you have a question similar to Colleen's, make sure you call 800-971-4549 or go online to allonplanning.com and set up a time to meet with Brittany and Jay Hagee and the team at Allon Planning because it, it's 
like Jay said, there's even a CPA in the office. Everything is there. And you can have these discussions, get your questions asked and answered. And if more questions come up, then you can get those answered as well. But I did want to see if you guys had any final thoughts for the week. Yeah, I just uh, would encourage folks to continue to call in if you if anything we've said today has sparked any interest in you, or that maybe there's a question lingering that something that we've said sparked another question, uh, and you have any questions at all, please call in and, and feel free to ask. We love answering these questions for you every week. Um, also, you can schedule that appointment right online or call in, and we'd be glad to schedule a one-on-one complimentary consultation for you and and just to, to start your planning process because, like we've said before. It's, it's not just the financial planning side uh, and the income planning side, but we, ha- we do tax planning. We have an estate attorney as well as a CPA on call in our offices here to connect with folks just like you that need estate plans done, that need wills and trusts and things like this. We are not attorneys, but we have those uh, available resources for you right here in our offices. We have a Medicare specialist. If you're entering Medicare, that would be glad to meet with you right in our offices here and talk to you about the pros and the cons. Um, so So it's a really holistic approach to financial planning that we've put together a comprehensive team to meet the goals that each of our uh, clients have. And I know that you're an individual and that your family is different than the next family that walks in here. And we want to set up a plan for you. We want to customize a plan to make sure that you're hitting your goals that you have for you and your family. So feel free to call in, ask the simple questions or ask the complex questions, whatever it is that you have. Or if you don't know what we'd question be glad to, to answer. Yeah, or if you don't know what question to ask. Some people are, are that way. I don't even know where to begin or what question to ask. That's all That's right. That's the starting point. Yeah, just come on in and we'll begin the conversation. We've got some questions to ask you to begin to get the conversation started. So we look forward to meeting with you again uh, next week over the airways, but we would love to connect with you one-on-one in person or over a Zoom meeting. Uh, feel free to call in and schedule that. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.